Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. All right, Lee. Well, kid. How are you getting on? How's the old lad getting on? Well, how are you now, Scar? You're a legend. Situation. Scarlet for your ma for having you. Leave a bleed now. Your man up the road is some header. It's your man. He's bleeding massive. I'm a busy man. Tis myself. How are you getting on? What's the story? Hello there, everyone. Hope you're all well. On this miserable, miserable Saturday morning. You'll probably hear in the background the rain hitting the window as another of the 27 rainstorms of today hits me. But sure, look, we did have a week of sunshine. So therefore, we're probably going to have 26 weeks of this weather. No, positive thinking. It'll go away. Right? You know, it is Ireland after all. We're known for our sunny, sunny weather. I hope you're all well and enjoying the Olympics and thanks to everyone who tuned in last week and listened to my chat with Gina Moses about how life is like when you lose out on the Olympics when you've been training so hard for it and you know your whole goal is going for that so if you have missed it you do look back and that is a great episode talking all about being a female in sports and this week I have a male in sports it's all sporty at the moment isn't it um, I suppose this time of year is always full of great sporting events and none greater I suppose than two great two great things the Olympics obviously every four years but every year in Ireland the greatest event the All-Ireland whether it is the hurling or it is the football it's just amazing and we're all even for people like me who come from Louth and Westmeath who don't get to see the silverware very often no sign of us listening, lifting the Sam or the Liam anytime soon. Um, but we do like to watch and cheer on different counties. And if you're one of the 31 counties out there, you probably cheer on Mayo quite a lot every time they pretty much take on Dublin. So uh, it's great to see Mayo doing really well, uh, winning the Connacht final there against Galway. Apologies to all Galway listeners. But it was great to see a great game coming back from five points um, at half time they were losing by and then to come back and to win amazing and they will go and face off with either Dublin or Kildare whoever wins the Leinster final um, in the semi-finals of the All-Ireland so if Dublin are through that means that instead of playing them in the final as they usually do they play them in the semis so very exciting and obviously the great news that we've gotten in the last uh, day I suppose is that there's going to be 24,000 fans allowed in for the semi-finals into Croke Park and then 40,000 for the All-Ireland Finals which is amazing and that will also go for the ladies football and the Camogie Finals in September 40,000 attendance I suppose that means that's that's a really good thing for all of us and in my hopes I'm like does that mean that Electric Picnic can go ahead <laughs> I'm not going to be getting tickets to All-Ireland let's be honest whoever is in the final the fans are going to win out and it's not allowed the Westmead so no chances of me getting them but um, amazing news for the fans and obviously that is great to hear so it's only delighted to get the chance to chat to an actual GA legend Mayo captain Mr Aidan O'Shea this week so I've been dying to get someone from GA on the podcast since I started it was one of my main goals it still is one of my main goals to get more GA players on I think they fascinate me about how much they mean to the community um, how these people are heroes and yet have normal jobs because they work 
you know, they work nine to five or whatever it is, depending on their jobs. You know, the likes of Jack McCaffrey when he's playing for Dublin, being a doctor and then going off and training for Dublin. Like, I find that so fascinating. So I had all these like ideas of where I want to chat to Aiden in my head. And I was like, oh, and if this is your first time listening to the podcast, I don't ever have any questions planned. It's kind of just going through how the conversation goes. And usually I just start off by asking them how people know them best. And then we let the conversation go from there. But when I got the chance to chat to Aiden, I was I only had about 20 minutes to chat. So I was like, in my head, I was like, okay, this could go any way, which way, you know, I could, we could talk about getting your head in the game and all that kind of stuff and mental side of it. And then the day I was talking to him was a couple of days after they'd beaten Galway in the Connacht final. Sure, it was like you couldn't just ignore that giant thing. So we started off with there. We ended up talking about influencing, uh, being an influencer, which he's not. Obviously, he wants to make sure we know that he's not an influencer. Um, about Obviously, about the camaraderie side of it, uh, about retiring, about you know having a normal job, all that kind of stuff. And obviously about Mayo and, of course, about the dubs. So a nice short episode for you guys here. Um, I hope you enjoy. And if you're a Mayo fan who's just tuned into this podcast for the very first time, thank you so much. Really appreciate it. And I'll chat to you after the this wee little interview. Hello. Hi, Nicole. Or Nicola. Hi. How are you? How are we? Good. How are you, in? Good. How's it for? Good. Well, good. I have to pre-warn you. My dogs have been just locked out and they just started barking the minute you came on. So if you hear no them, problem. please ignore them. <laughs> no problem at all. Where are, where are you today? In Mayo, Dublin? I'm in, uh, I'm in Mayo. Mayo, yeah. So I'm, I live here in Castlebar. So if you hear some noise, it's uh, the road outside. So I'm not far from the main street here. So How's the weather? It's Thunderstormville. Yeah, I know. It's actually warm, but a lot of rain. A lot of rain. Where are you based? Are you in Dublin? Yeah, in Dublin, I'm in Cabra and I'm just like every five minutes that I think I'm going to get to go for a walk or something, I step outside and it's just like horrendous comparison to last week. I'm so depressed. <laughs> no, yeah, there was we were, we were spoiled for a few weeks arriving slowly. Yeah, um, that's I, not a that's not a cab accident. Where are you from? Uh, no, loud. So oh, <laughs> yeah, the culture the culture is definitely still in the accent. I haven't lost it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> How are you keeping anyway? What's the crack? Good. No, no bother. Yeah, all good. Um, Obviously, a good weekend, and uh, yeah. yes. So work is uh, we we plan to shut down at work now for three weeks. So um, I'm working, but not on site, and no activity on site. So it's quite enough. It's so weird. I always forget that you guys actually have normal jobs. Like I know I was doing some interviews, saying people were like, uh, so they only forgot that I have a job. And I'm like, yeah, no, the actual work that has to happen in five as well. <laughs> it's just like you, see, especially this time of year. Like, would you, do you be tempted to take off the whole? I saw season or whatever. Um, I kind of think I actually find it. I did before I took like um, before some games. I used to take a day or two, and I'm like, it actually ends up just kind of changing the routine for the worse because you actually spending more time doing nothing. Um, whereas when you're working, you have things to be at and just pass the day, and you're not thinking about football, which is which is great. So, um, yeah, anymore I just work pretty much up to the up to the games. If it's a Friday, if it's a Saturday game, I probably might take the Friday off or finish early, but. Uh, more than that, we'll always work. I can't imagine the boss would have a bit too big of a problem if you're like, listen, need the day before the game or the day after the game off if it's gone uh, well. No. Yeah, no, they're usually, I know, in fairness, um, where I work have been, been great. I've uh, been there for eight years, so um, they've uh, they've ridden most of the highs and lows with me, so they know that they know the crack. Well, they've seen the highs of last weekend. Jeez, that was a game and a half. I think the whole country was just like this the whole way through it. <laughs> 
Yeah, no, it was uh, it was good. Yeah, we we still like we we played okay in the first half. But, like we were, we let them get two soft goals, and then uh, second half we kind of turned it up a little bit and um, increased the pace of the game a bit, and we're delighted. Yeah, no, it was it was good. It was impressive second half in fairness. It's it was it was an incredible second half because you know you were going into it going you know Mayo are going to do really well in this and the first half you're kind of like oh sugar how's this going to go and then the comeback I was just like it was just one of those games that you probably will remember more so than maybe even the final depending on how it goes because of the comeback that came from it yeah it was nice yeah like at half time when I didn't feel as much in the game but we were five points down it's a bit of a gap all right but um we just made a few changes that kind of helped and that was nice first first kind of final in Crow Park as well so um it was nice to to make sure we were going up steps yeah how was it being back in Crow Park like with a couple with a, few, oh, with a few fans there <laughs> yeah like that was the big thing like I mean we um last year playing there in the semi-final final with literally you could hear it was at the Tipperary game there was birds flying around as low as uh, nearly the football so it was weird but um, no the having sports back go MMA was great even just the swings of momentum and stuff like that and the noise so that's that's part and parcel of why we play. So, um, you know, not to have them there last year was so weird, um, but having them back was was massive. Yeah, I can't imagine, like, not that you love the abuse that you'll get from the, you know, opposing fans, but it must be weird to be there and going, like, not one word being shouted at you. You could, like, no one's screaming, either supporting you or hating against you. Yeah, no, it's, um, yeah, exactly, you know, the reaction and stuff like that. So that's it's kind of part of the whole um um, pantomime of it all isn't it really but uh, it was great like to have everybody back and in that game we had swings go we were up in the first half and they were probably doing the shout and run and then swings uh, swings around about some we were back up and great for Mayo people um, I think we only two and a half at the Leitrim game so for um, to get I'd say there was probably 10,000 Mayo people in there but uh, it was massive especially you know I know it's difficult people driving three hours over to, to watch a game but um, they've missed enough of them that I think they were willing to do it uh, for, for that kind of final Oh my God, yeah. And I'd say even the other 31 counties were going, if I could get my hand on a ticket, even though I'm not from Mayo or Galway, I'd love to be there, you know? I think, yeah, the fun will start now for the semi-finals and, uh, and people, I, mean, they, I don't know how, how many numbers we get at them, but it'll be crazy for tickets. So I'd say that's when the real fun will start. Yeah, well, like it, this is the big one, isn't it? With I know obviously they had to the final. You potentially could be playing Dublin now in the semi-final if they win against Kildare. So mm-hmm. for once, you can guarantee you're not meeting them in the final. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Like, look, we we'll, um, obviously, we, you know, the haven't really focused on Dublin as of yet because you know they got the Leinster final to play. But um, yeah, we're back at trend tonight, and um, you know, although we enjoyed the weekend, um, there's bigger tests that lie ahead, and um, you know, we're not satisfied with just winning the kind of title. We want to get better and improve, and these guys are hungry. Our young team are, are really hungry to 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 progress further. So, um, we need to get better because. Obviously, the first half, of the last day, wouldn't be good enough to get over the line in the semi-final. So um, we need to we need to get back to work tonight and uh, get cracking for three weeks time. Come here, training like obviously now you're back full full fog training, doing it properly. When the pandemic hit and training just stopped for you, how weird was that? Um, in the original um, yeah. in 2020, um, yeah, it was actually kind of nice in a way. Um, <laughs> it was enjoyable. Um, sometimes you you know playing for so long it's just kind of just becomes automatic and hmm. um, maybe you don't appreciate playing as much as you do and maybe you don't appreciate the um, the downtime as well so I think when we stopped and we didn't have to go to a gym session or join a Zoom call or 
good training or playing matches. I think I definitely enjoyed the first few weeks of it. It was nice just to stop and spend some time with people, spend some time with myself and uh, <laughs> just um, just chill out and do nothing. Um, so that, But then I think that then drove an appreciation for what we do and, and uh, back get back playing. So then, you know, it was really nice once we uh, had the opportunity to get back training, playing last year. There was a, a, definitely a hunger built up there to get back at it and um, definitely appreciation that we were able to do it because obviously so many people couldn't do things they wanted to do last year um, that we got to go back and play football and hopefully bring some joy into people's homes. I think that was um, that was huge. And I believe that you um, were like me, that you were too reliant on the phone at the for, at the start of the pandemic, a bit like, get the phone away from me. I spent 11 hours on it today. This is ridiculous. Yeah. So, um, yeah, no, I'm... Uh... I'm probably giving out to in the house for using my phone too often, but we went to the beach, all right, and I dropped my phone into into the water. Um, no, I thought phones were water resistant these days, but not sea water resistant. So, um, yeah, broke my phone, a um, bit of a scramble. And thankfully, um, one of my buddies had a good experience with an Irish own company, Pair Mobile, um, who were based out of Dublin. Um, they're in the American Cork as well, but uh, I was able to send it to them and uh, they were quick, had it back to me in, in less than a week. Uh, my phone was all fixed, so twice averted and the phone was back brand new. Perfect. Oh, because like the instant thing goes, I've lost all my photographs, I've lost all my contacts, now I have to go and get a new phone. Start again. It's, it's all the drama, isn't it? And it's only yeah. one thing in your life. <laughs> Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, it's in there. I don't even call it a phone anymore. Sorry, like it is your life, isn't it? Because there's so much in it. Yeah, because like when you're not playing GA, obviously you have the, you know, the, the side work that you kind of do with like, I don't want to say influencer because that kind of sounds weird for it, but yeah. like. No, I'm not do, one of those. <laughs> yeah, you're not posing with handbags doing the, the leg no. tilt. <laughs> not yet anyway, no. Don't think it'll suit me. I don't know now, we could see you now in a pair of the O'Neill's with the leg tilted yeah. up outside. <laughs> Here is my favourite cornflakes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you were Do doing a lot that. of like, brand work and marketing kind of work and stuff like that so you needed to be accessible and you know have your social media and stuff yeah um yeah I try and keep my social media as organic as I can um you know obviously it's it's nice to work with some good brands from time to time and I've been lucky to work with some good ones and obviously pair this pair mobile in this example is a good Irish brand that's you know recognizable and and really reputable as well so yeah no it's uh you know that given opportunity to do things like that but um yeah in terms of my social media I try and just keep it as um, authentic as possible and keep it as real as me real uh, for people to see because you know that's some of the pitfalls for social media people you know see things that aren't you know as genuine as they as they really are so I think that's kind of important and uh, something that I try and keep uh, to my social media as best I can. Well that's because a lot of us now can kind of see through some of the marketing um, if you're Today, advertising Rice Krispies, tomorrow, cornflakes, mm. the next day, Weetabix, we're going to be like, oh, here, he's being paid by 17 different companies. So yeah, it's yeah. kind of like the fact that you obviously want to do this proper with not every single thing to be ad, ad, ad. Yeah, because like this is I obviously a footballer first, and um, I know I've got a strong uh, professional career as well, and so you know it's, a, it's there's a there's a time element to it as well, and and as you're right, and we're all the same. That's kind of the way I feel about it too. So it's um, something that uh, I do a small bit of, but not a whole pile. I think it's great that you guys are able to do that, though, considering you don't get paid for being, you know, you're not on the soccer wages or on the rugby wages, you know that. And yet you're such a big part of Irish life so that you actually get to have a side kind of deal going on is pretty decent. Yeah, well, I think in fairness to GA players, like a lot of them, um, you know, most even the guys in the Mayo squad, you know, they're all very um, 
you know, um, driven in terms of their professional career as well. You know, we don't let this like stand still in terms of what we're doing there because I think it's one is conducive to the other. I think if you're progressive off, but you'll be progressive on it. And I think, um, you know, through the GPA and through our own um, support structures in, within the county, you know, people, you know, as long as you're, you're working hard in your professional career, the opportunities will arise. And I think that's, um, that's really important because I think once you come to the end of your career, you know, the jersey will end and, and um, you know, people will forget about you very, very quickly. And it's important that you're in a position to um, provide for yourself and, uh, and, and move forward. I think that's, you know, ultimately football is a hobby and something that we love doing, but you need to make sure you're looking after um, the basics as well. A hobby, though, that takes up so much of your life that I bet you can't walk down the streets of Castle Bar without somebody commenting last week's game, next week's game, you know, like it's full time. Yeah, in fairness, I've moved into Castle Bar in the last couple of years. Um, so, I, yeah, I walk over for my coffee in the morning. But in fairness, a lot of them are, it's always positive mostly. And uh, people are obviously just hugely interested in it. So it's, um, it's actually it's actually usually always a positive thing. Um, you know, people don't. Uh, people at this stage know me so well one walking around that you know we probably chat about something else more than football but it is it's always nice when people stop and talk and you know the fact that they're into it so much is uh, just shows the kind of impact that we can have on people around the place and uh, that's something that you know I'm always conscious of too I find it funny like when you you might notice this obviously if you leave Ireland I remember when I lived in America for a few months and we were talking about GA I think it was the All-Ireland final or whatever and the Americans would not believe me when I said you're it was an amateur sport they they just wouldn't. They were like, you're talking crap. I was like, I think I would know I'm from there. But like, obviously here in Ireland, we all know it. But like when you go abroad and stuff, do people just be like, what? Yeah, no, it's been lucky. Obviously, football's brought me to different places. But um, yeah, they do. there is that kind of shock and all of that. Uh, we have, you can have 80,000 people at a game that um, the players in the middle of the pitch uh, don't get paid. But um, yeah, I think there's a little bit of the uniqueness and uh, in the GA that, you know, I think it's endearing as well. So I think, uh, yeah, it's it is it's a bit mad at times when people see uh, the following that it gets and um, the interest levels that it drives here in the country. In the country, but um, yes, yeah, well, it just reaches out to everybody, doesn't it, from um, every corner of this country. So it's, it's such a big big part of society, and um, it's bizarre to people outside of Ireland to understand um, its significance and why uh, it is in its status amateur ethos and amateur status. Sure, even, you know, when you notice um, when I think it's Sky has on the matches to hurling and you can see people commenting from like the UK, they're like, what is this game? <laughs> You're like yeah. trying to understand it. It's bizarre, yeah. What's the what's this crazy game throw up there? <laughs> How long are you playing for Mayo now? Uh, 12, 13 years since 2000 and... Uh, what year? Yeah, 2009. 2009. Oh, so, there'll be a yeah. national day of mourning the day that you decide to retire. I'd say the whole county will shut down. They'll be happy. They'll, they'll be probably pull me dragging and screaming at this time. They'll be happy to see me go, but um, I don't, I'm not planning on going anytime soon, so we'll uh, stay playing for as long as I can. Oh, my God. I would imagine, like, as long as you're fit enough that you can. And, like, you still have goals that you want to achieve, obviously, and, like, one of them being batter the hell out of Dublin, I would imagine. <laughs> Yeah, I know. Like, you know, like, you know, as I say, like when this is over, you know, life probably gets a little bit more, um, I'm not going to say boring, but a little bit more straightforward. And I suppose the buzz of what we do and just week on week, being able to win, train with the lads and, and having great crack, I suppose it is great crack. And then go out playing in Crow Park in front of thousands of people, I suppose. That's that's something that, you know, I don't take for granted and want to do for as long as I can. So, um, 
yeah, let's see how, how, how far I can get. But um, yeah, absolutely. There's other things I want to achieve just yet. Well, I would love if there was a, like, for me, GA kind of reminds me of, in a way, being back at school, the way you get to see your friends so many times a week in a big gang, you get to hang out and play and obviously train and stuff like that. You don't get to do that in real life as much. Like you don't get to see your pals four times a week in a big gang without other distractions around. Yeah, no, exactly. It's a good way of putting it. I think like even the guys that have retired, you know, we don't get to frequent or see each other as often as we would mm-hmm. just simply because life is life now. And then uh, whereas if they were in training, we'd, we meet each other about three or four times a week. So, um, yeah, it is. It's kind of like um, an adult's playground, I suppose, for uh, just prolonger uh, the child in us for a little bit longer. <laughs> yeah, uh, you're, like your family are like, can you come to this? You're like, no, sorry, hanging out with the lads. Yeah, I mean, yeah, training. Yeah. <laughs> training, yeah. Yeah, for three or four hours. <laughs> Do you, like, you mustn't get most of a social life, though, this time of year. There must be no such thing. <laughs> Yeah, has anybody, I suppose, yeah. Um, it's been, uh, yeah, no, look, this this time of the year, it's, um, there's not really social life, I suppose. But um, at the same time, you know, it just depends on what you define as social life. You know, I still am able to go out and enjoy coffee and, um, you know, spend some time uh, with the people I want to spend time with. And, you know, that's that's all that really matters. You know, I wouldn't probably, even when I stop playing, it's not something I'm be mad and going out or anything like that. It's um, it's nice to be able to go and have a glass of wine and stuff like that from time to time. But um, at the same time, um, it's not something that I, I, I spend too much time thinking about uh, missing nights out and stuff like that for, for what I do. Well, you guys wouldn't really be, I suppose, it wouldn't be a thing that you'd be used to going on nights out like that, I suppose, every time, this time of year. Yeah, year, year. Been, yeah. yeah you just have that written off in your mind, uh, you know, for the last, as you say, 14 years. But even just kind of catching up with pals who don't play for Mayo, you, you must be just like, I have to pencil you in specifically. Yeah, yeah it's funny, yeah, because like a lot of my mates, like a lot of my mates are through football now and then, you know, are through the club as well. And so it's, uh, so it's understanding that we're just nearly off limits for most of the year. But um, yeah, it's, that is a challenging part of it, but I suppose it is what it is, the bit of discipline and the things you give up to, to do what we do. So um, you just have to, I suppose, uh, manage that piece. You just make me feel so guilty because I'd be complaining that I have no life, but like you work, you know, nine to five, do training how many times a week and go out and play at the weekend. I'd just be watching like Law and Order. So I have no yeah, excuse yeah. for doing nothing. Yeah, yeah. No, it's, uh, I still have time to watch some series as well. <laughs> <laughs> yes, makes me feel better. <laughs> but uh, so the obviously we've got the All-Ireland coming up and hopefully it'll be in the final and stuff like that. Then what, what happens then for you? Do you have plans to go away on holidays or anything to kind of take a break? Yeah, so it'll be club football then from... Uh, like September onwards but um, yeah plan to try and get away um, all things being being back normal in some shape or form um, try and get away towards the end of the year it's kind of hard to know um, I suppose people going on holidays today don't know whether they're going to come back to quarantine or whatever tests they need to do in and out of country it's always changing so it's a bit difficult at the moment to plan anything but um, yeah definitely something that I'd love to do later in the year I'm always like travel at the back end of the year so um, hopefully 2021 we can uh, we can do that again it's funny because like your where you are in Mayo is basically where my holidays have been the last two years. I've been Galway and Mayo both times. We were in Kong, uh, what, three months ago, two months ago. That was my holidays Lovely. this year. And then last year we were doing like Westport and we did uh, Connemara and all that kind of parts. So I feel like, um, you know, I haven't been anywhere else but Mayo and Galway. So it's been fab though. Well, nice, nice part of the world. Kong is lovely. Um, but uh, yeah, no, and same, but th- there's something a bit nice about that as well. I know even like people are dying in the country, but like we've got to discover parts of, I got to discover parts of me that I probably hadn't 
know, even thought of or seen before and similar to other parts of Ireland that, you know, we probably wouldn't have gone to because we would have gotten a flight to London or Paris or somewhere instead, you know, so it's, I think there's something nice about that too. Oh, no, it was lovely. And it was just like really nice discovering. And also like people were so appreciative that you were there and you were, mm. you know, all that kind of stuff. But Mayo is such a beautiful part of the country that you could see like so many people are probably going to leave the East Coast to go to the West Coast because they don't have to be in Dublin anymore. They can just do like I'm doing and work in their sitting room. Yeah, there's plenty, plenty of room for them. Let them come. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I was pricing up houses. I was like, right, there's this lovely house there in Lenan for 60 grand. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, I realized that we stayed there for two days and there was nothing open, nothing, not even the shop was open. I was like, right, so we'll just go to yeah. the fort and come back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's nice though. It's lovely. It is beautiful. Uh, listen, I better let you go because I know you're doing it. Uh, it was lovely to chat to you and best of luck and please be Dublin. And <laughs> if you, sorry, Oracle Dare, whoever. Yeah, yeah, either or. Either or, but especially if it's Dublin. I say Perfect. from Cabra. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, thanks, man. It was good. Thanks All very right. much. Chat Talk to you soon. Again, Take care. Bye. 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 So a nice short little chat there with Aidan O'Shea for you. I'm saying short. It was a lovely 20 minutes chatting to him. But I mean, if you've listened to this podcast before, things can go on for 40 minutes, 50 minutes. So um, this is good for anyone who's out on a run. I am pretending you're all out running this morning. Very healthy people listening to me, obviously. Uh, Or if you're like me, you're probably lying in bed because it's rainy and it's Saturday and why would you be getting up? There you go. Um, It was great to chat to Aidan and hopefully get to chat to him again, uh, maybe a little bit longer. And obviously you heard there that he was doing this interview as part of uh, some promo with Paramobile, who um, are an Irish family-owned company who fix phones and smartphones and laptops and stuff like that. So you can go and check them out and thanks to Rob for setting up the chat with me if you are still have some time and you're bored and you've listened to The Witness completely in full like I have absolutely obsessed I got to listen to it in two days my god what a brilliant podcast I would definitely suggest it for everybody I've caught up on Joanne and Vogue I've caught up on you know most of my murder podcasts things like Murder Most Irish um, and uh, Give Us Morgue two lovely little Irish podcasts that are brilliant uh, and they're crime ones for you if you haven't heard of them and you're looking for something to listen to um, if you have some time I would love you to scroll back and see if there's any episodes here that might interest you if it's sports there isn't you know the last episode was uh, with a Gina Moses who was who is an athlete for Ireland and was hoping to be at the Olympics but unfortunately didn't make it this year because of COVID so that's a really interesting chat Um, also if you're into TV we've got some Breaking Bad interviews there yes Breaking Bad everyone starts at Breaking Bad Um, I've got some X Factor stuff now it's been axed yes this week Simon Cowell axed the X Factor so Mac Hardle and Shane Ward telling their side of the story they're really good interviews if you're a Fair City fan there's even a chat there for you look there's loads of stuff so do scroll back see is there anything you like um and i'd really appreciate it and i'll hopefully be coming at you with a giveaway or something soon for my loyal listeners um that would be amazing and until next week look after yourselves uh, be kind be sound and you know just have a really good time that's all i can really say isn't it go on good luck good to see you goodbye now bye now goodbye now bye <laughs>